Welcome to BCM Reviews. I'm your host, Brian, and today I'm joined by a returning guest, someone who hasn't been here for a while. Vassam, how are you, man? Good, yeah. I've been good. I've been good. good. So, last month, you and me, we went to go see Eternals, and yeah. leaving the movie theater, we had um, somewhat different opinions. And I want to ask you, uh, has that changed? Yeah, yeah, it did change just a bit. Um, I I feel like I do have a more positive re review after like thinking about it and after waiting a uh, a while after seeing the movie. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. All right, all right. So, what what changed it for you? Was it like I don't know, seeing clips or something like that, or like getting more insight into who these characters are? Um, no, I think it was just mainly just like because initially after the the movie ended i just did not feel like it was an mcu movie it did not have the same vibe as the other movies we've seen mm. but after waiting i feel like now i see like the the big picture a bit more i feel mm. like it's, it's like it didn't sit right with me at the beginning but now like i can understand where they're going with it and i see how it ties into the other movies so yeah all right all right so let's talk about the good um for me what i enjoyed really about this movie is the uh, look and feel of it um i would say that i enjoyed the cinematography where it felt very it looked and felt very different from your typical mcu movie and um, you know one of the criticisms about the mcu is that all their movies uh, sort of look like uh, wet cement. Like uh, like what? Uh, wet cement. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I see. Yeah, so, I guess. Yeah, it, yeah. so I, I really enjoyed the look and feel of it. And not only that, but like it's used for practical effects and um, the choice to uh, film on, uh, on, on location instead of a studio or something like that uh, or a soundstage. Yeah, yeah um, I agree with that. I enjoyed um, Chloe Zhao's direction. I felt that there was a sense of humanity that she brought to this movie that I don't think I've seen in a Marvel movie before, and I felt that she really pulled it off like very well. Mm -hmm. um, an introduction into the high fantasy, high science fiction, cosmic world of the MCU as something that... I don't think we've ever seen before and you know may have some people who have certain mixed opinions about the you know the shifting of power within the mcu but i really do think that you know it, it just widens the universe even more and i'm really excited to see where it's going forward how about you myself how do you feel uh like all the points that you said i agree with i also think that um well a bit of the same of what you said. I, I feel like uh, what I was impressed with was how like they brought these like basically these gods and made them really human, mm. and how they interacted with like normal people with uh, Kate Harrington's character like Black Knight. Forgot mm. his uh, exact name in the in the movie, but um, how they interacted with like how attached they became to human beings and like their story. I know it was like told on a, like uh, a vast amount of times, right? Mm. Uh, but I think they did that well. I also think that like the visuals were really nice, 
I almost feel like they I didn't see as much CGI, but I know there was a lot of parts obviously that were CGI for like superheroes, obviously. But like I felt like um, the background and like I don't know. Thinking back at the movie, I feel like I got a lot like not as much of a sense of like the CGI presence in the movie compared to other MCU movies. Mm. If that makes sense. All right. But but yeah, all the characters also I got really attached to some of them. Um, the thing that was challenging, I, I think, is that they brought like a big cast of characters, a big like, like I think how 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 many Eternals are are there? Like uh, like around ten, right? Yeah, approximately around ten. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're all new characters. So I thought that was going in. That's for sure something that's challenging, right? You want to give every single character the time of the day, and I feel like some of them got overshadowed by others. Mm. Uh, but overall, though, I got I got really attached to some of them. Like yeah. uh, more specifically, like uh, Cersei, um, uh, Icarus. Uh, who else? Um, Druig. Yeah. Uh, what's the 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 other guy with like the the super strong guy that um, sacrificed himself for uh, Angelina uh, Jolie? Uh, you mean uh, uh, I forget his name. Um, Kingo. That's his name. Yeah, exactly. No, not exactly. Kingo. I think it was. Uh... It was... Uh, I forget oh, the name. But talking about Kingo, also that's one other of the characters that I really. Yeah, yeah. Like. Um, but apart from that, like uh, characters like um, the Makari, I think, mm. the girl with super speed. So like she got really overshadowed. Yeah, uh, I, I agree. She, I felt that they should have given her a little bit more, but. You know, one aspect that I also enjoy is that her, um, uh, her, the, her, her, like super speed is very different. Instead of things moving like slow for her, things were moving like fast for her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We saw a bit of her point of view, right? Yeah, she and was super fast, I'm not yeah. Not, not only that, but like, I'm not gonna lie. A lot of the um, her, her, like her moves, it sort of reminded me of uh, Injustice you know the flash and stuff like that yeah that's true that's true yeah um the character that for me like i found really annoying for some reason was sprite i don't know like i didn't yeah. really buy it for me like the whole like how like she had feelings for icarus it was kind of out of nowhere and i understand like um again with a big cast of characters like that like uh you don't have enough time i feel to develop every single one of them especially if they're new I feel mm. like that was a bit underdeveloped. I didn't really buy into that, and it just came off as like she's an annoying character for like switching up at the last second. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, another character that I forgot to mention that I really like was uh, Fastos. Oh really yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Brian Tyree uh, Henry. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed enjoyed that uh, that character. Um, I'm a big uh, fan of that actor. He's um, a character that I watch in a show called uh, Atlanta. When I heard that he was a uh, added to this movie I was like I was really excited and I also yeah. think that he really uh stole the show and it really mm -hmm. showed the uh, the diversity within uh within the MCU in showing like yeah. you know representation LGBTQ plus you know all, yeah. all that all that stuff um I would also say that this movie had really um really good action sequences uh we talked about how every eternal has their own like power set so 
Fastos was kind of like, you know, the brains of the the whole operation. Uh, you have uh, uh, Richard Madden's Icarus, who's more like the leader and the alpha. Um, and, you, and you can really see how each of them uses their power in a very cool and unique way. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, just like the five fighters and like the five, uh, I don't want to say like um, engineers, but like the five, like uh, they all have powers, but like they're not really very useful for like fighting. It's more like to illusions and uh, one's an engineer, the other's like mind control, um, stuff like that, right? Um, mm. But yeah, some other characters I, I thought like they were really interesting, but we didn't really that didn't really see the time of day uh, was uh, Sir, uh, not seriously, but uh, Ajak, the leader. I guess like oh yeah, on. yeah, I I agree. Uh, not a lot of uh, I mean enough time was focused on her, but I kind of see what they were trying to do in terms of you know yeah, she's kind of like the like, she's kind of like somewhat of a maternal figure, but yeah. she's also but, trying to let you know the the birds you know let the birds out of the nest. You know what I mean? Exactly, and also, um, like they always throughout the movie, they kind of look up to her, they mention her with like such like big respect and everything. But like, we don't really get to see why that is. Like, we saw a bit of their backstory, but I don't feel like like they're right, always you, talking. You, you meant, uh, well, it was like fake, about, but I, I was gonna say Olympia, but but you know that was the whole fake stories, but you know. Yeah, but you know, like, um, they're always, like, mentioning how, like, she was the best of them and stuff like that. It was supposed to be so tragic when she died. But, like, we didn't really get the time to be attached and, like, really understand her character, I feel, for me personally. Mm, that when she okay. died, it was kind of underwhelming a bit, you know? Yeah, yeah, I follow you, I follow you. Um, one thing that I really enjoyed about this movie is uh, Marvel making a choice to make a very bold movie. Um, you know, one of the criticisms of the MCU is that a lot of their films feel very formulaic and to a certain extent a bit repetitive. And, you know, one thing that I enjoyed was that they were trying to do something different, something very unique. Um, and this really felt like Marvel trying to do something very new and different. And I'm really looking forward to seeing how Marvel makes more bold decisions moving forward when it comes to not only their movies but they're also their uh, TV shows. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that, and I respect that too. I think that's one of the reasons why, like initially coming out of the theater, I was so like hesitant to. Well, I was I didn't really like it initially, mm. um, just because like it was so different from the MCU, but also like, I and I still don't know to an extent, but. I did not feel like I knew where they were going. Mm, this, okay. Like how this this was useful to the greater picture. And now I kind of, I, I have an idea, but I, I'm still hesitant to say like that I'm confident knowing uh, where they're going with the story. Because it felt mm. a bit like, um, like it wasn't the same formula, you know? Mm. Um, how do you feel about uh, Erisham? The, uh, uh, the celestial. Yeah, yeah. Well, that was I don't know about you, but that was always 
scary seeing like how like this giant like basically like, space god or whatever like, compared to like um like you, you know that scene when as well there was multiple there were multiple scenes but when Cersei got like um like sucked into his like dimension or whatever where like they, they spoke and you see how like tiny like a speck of dust compared to like characters and like this gigantic like yeah it's sort of uh it sort of reminded me of um the transformers movies from the 80s um the yeah, one where you unicron. see unicron yeah it sort of reminded yeah. me of that a little bit and it, it's yeah, very yeah. terrifying and, and scary and i'm also wondering is that a tease to galactus yeah <laughs> so if if you yeah. have big planet sized individual well not individual but beings that means that galactus is somewhere in the corner you know what i mean yeah, exactly and we'll pose yeah, a no, big I, threat i thought about the same thing when i saw the scene so i was like i couldn't help myself but think about galactus but yeah i think that we're gonna see him in the near future right it's yeah gonna be one of the big bads the yeah movie. but yeah no um, I, I really, yeah um um you know one thing that maybe we might differ on is that one thing that i also enjoy especially within this world of the um the mcu is that it tackles things like creation you know it's sort of like a you know to a certain extent book of genesis like it's a certain aspect that i sort of really enjoy um it sort of reminds me of that feeling when you see like, um, because, you know, originally I, I didn't know anything about the Eternal. The only thing that I knew was, it was that Jack Kirby created them and Jack Kirby, you know, created the new gods. So within the world of DC, so, you know, dark side, yeah. high father, and a lot of it has like, um, an allegory for like, you know, heaven, hell, uh, theological things and, you know, new genesis and you have apocalypse which kind of have a theological sense in those and you know it's things that i really enjoy i I mean i know that a lot of people aren't really into that but it's something that at least in terms of my own preference i i i i enjoyed it yeah no it was it was really cool to see on the big screen yeah it almost like um like uh I don't know. It was uh, the imagery and everything, like, like, because what I got from that is like, I guess, like Greek mythology and all these different, like, yeah, religions uh, were based on these characters. That's the way, like, the MCU explains it. Yeah, and that's that's something that I really enjoyed. And would you think that these characters are somewhat kind of like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I've been hearing this a lot on uh, on social media that these characters sort of feel like a justice league when you think about it (laughs) i don't know uh i mean they don't have a batman obviously but they have a superman (laughs) they have a wonder woman oh and we also forgot to mention angelina angelina jolie as a cena which when you think about it she was a she had like a very wonder woman-esque type of uh style to her you know what i mean absolutely i no, yeah i agree uh i agree I guess the, the biggest, the biggest ones I see is really like Wonder Woman and um, and Superman, right? Icarus and uh, and Macari and Athena. Macari as the as the Flash. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. 
But um, no, yeah, I agree with that. But obviously, they were liking Batman. So mm. <laughs> the best one. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with that. I never okay. thought about that, actually. All right. Um, let's talk about the bad. Um, I felt that some characters were underdeveloped. Mm-hmm. Um, I do feel, at least in my own opinion, that Dane Whitman, you know, shouldn't have been in this movie. Who's that, Dane Whitman? Um, um, Kit Harrington. Kit Harrington. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I was about to, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. I, I don't think he should have been in this movie personally. I mean, I know that there is a sense of, there's a relationship between Cersei and, um, and, uh, and the Black Knight, but I felt personally to me, these are two very different things. And mm-hmm. I don't really see uh, how the world of fantasy within the MCU you know, goes well with it, with, with the world of, um, you know, cosmic yeah. beings and stuff like that. You know what I, I'm saying? I was about, I was about to say the same thing also. Like, I feel like if, well, obviously they went that way. Right. But, um, if I, it feels kind of feels like a big coincidence that like these two big players, uh, in the MCU, who are going to be these two like players in the MCU, like heroes or whatever, mm. um, kind of met by pure chance, I guess. Mm. through like like the whole human population like one of the people we're gonna see in the movies just fell in love with like this normal guy in the movie fell in love with like this cosmic being and then here comes like the black knight who's gonna be like a, a player later on right with the uh, other characters but yeah i think it was kind of a bit like too coincidental i don't know if the, yeah. in the comics they have a relationship i, I really think stuff. i think there's a they, they have a relationship i think but oh, yeah Okay, I don't. I don't really remember. Um, I would saying, uh, you know, one of the things that I feel that, at least personally, that I didn't like was uh, some storytelling. You know, things like you know the flashbacks. Um, I do, however, feel the sense of I don't really know where the MCU is going, especially with this movie. Mm-hmm. Because I have to mm-hmm. remind myself that yeah. this movie belongs within a universe. So there are things within this universe that needs to go, you know, hand to hand because this is after Endgame. So weren't weren't people deal? What you know? One of the criticisms that I don't really get, like a boots on the ground type of feeling of like how are how are human beings trying to you know recover from the snap and, and and you know all those things and Thanos, you know what I mean? Yeah, and also like um, like coming back to the, one of the things I said, one of the uh, not like the one of the negatives of the movie is like um, how like some of the cast got overwhelmed, right? I think that comes back to the fact that like this movie was obviously big cast and a lot of characters, right? And then mm. um, also it's a very ambitious project. Mm-hmm. bringing these characters to life and making them fit into like this already established world mm-hmm. and i just i almost feel like like in order to give every character like the time of the day and also being making them like more developed and so that we're more attached to them because that's what another one of the issues i had is that i didn't feel as much as like i know the they wanted me to feel for like one of the characters death or one of the big events in the movie right i didn't feel as much like i wasn't really connected to the character but i almost feel like a second movie if they separated that in two movies 
I would have been more attached. But I don't think with that story, it would have made sense to have two movies. Mm-hmm. So, like, the alternative would have been to introduce those characters in other movies. Like, but I don't know how they could have done that. Yeah, and seeing like, how know? they relate to the Avengers, you know? Yeah, all this to explain that's a really ambitious, it was a really ambitious project. Yeah. But, um, yeah. All right. Um, is there anything bad you want to add on, Vaisla? Uh, let me think. Let me think about the the things the things we discussed initially after finishing the movie. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah. Also, just the the um. I guess there's like two villains to this movie, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's um the icarus uh, and then the uh the yeah. um the deviants the deviant yeah exactly i feel like these these two characters kind of suffer from like um you, you know, know the, underdevelopment the, yeah the mc you know how they used to say like okay mc movie villains are always like uh bad or bland yeah yeah exactly. yeah kind of boring well like i think they changed that over time with like thanos and like um, Killmonger and other yeah. characters, but with DC, I, I felt the same type of vibe as like the others. Like, uh, kind of gave me like, um, um, what's the name of Malekith and Thor: The Dark World kind of vibe, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I agree. Of... They, um, they, they should have uh, worked better on the, on those villains. Uh, you know, like, like I, you know, like, um, I feel the 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 deviants, at least for me personally, those are like. You know, characters you beat up in a video game for extra XP. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's talk about stuff that you know they could have done better. Um, I would like yeah. I would have liked to have seen how the Eternals relate to the MCU slash Avengers, and mm-hmm. seeing how you know due to their you know I mean their um, intervention or non-intervention throughout history how that affected the world of the avengers like we know that they didn't come in to help and save the day when thanos was coming in but when yeah, you think about like it a brief explanation for that but yeah like, but satisfied with that. <laughs> yeah but here's the thing thanos is i believe well I he is a deviant he has a deviant he's like a deviant gene i heard that he's he's half um Half celestial and half deviant. Yeah. So, so like, I feel like it kind of fits into the, like their the threat like their level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like they should have had the jurisdiction to do something. They yeah they they should have. I I felt that they should have done something, and I felt that that was just basically an excuse to say, hey, that's why, you know, they weren't there to help out in the um in the conflict. Um. I would say that what they could have done better was they shouldn't have muddled the story. I felt that they should have um, had at least a good 15 to 10 to 15 minutes dedicated to their past and basically like have an understanding of how the band broke up. And then you can see them, you have a, you know, little, um, little hints, here and there, and in, in, in uh, explaining their history on Earth and stuff like that. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, basically Cause, what that is, yeah. Yeah, because we were kind of left in the dark also for, like, um, a lot, like, for their, like, actual intentions for most of the movie. And, like, like of the intention of, like, the Eternals, well, why were they there? Like, what's their mm. goal? Right? It's, like, to guide humanity and make, and, like, we understand at the end, like, it's, like, basically, like, to protect humanity until, like, there's enough people, enough energy to, like, crack open Earth, like, the little egg. And for for, um, for the, a new celestial to be born. Yeah, but, like, um, I don't know. I don't know, just something, but, I, I but, almost, yeah, go ahead. No, but I'll ask you this. Knowing that, about the uh, Celestial's, like, true intention, do you think that Thanos was right? Oh, jeez. Uh... Because I, I think Thanos knew about yeah, the Celestial and everything, and he knew about the coming danger, and I think that maybe due to coming to realization about the Celestials and their power and their ability to destroy worlds, in his mind, his logic was, okay, let's, um, I'll just wipe out half, half of the life with, on, on, in the universe, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I still don't think he was right. Um, but I do, because th- it's not established if, like, I don't think, well, maybe it was, but I don't remember if, like, every planet is, like, a baby celestial or whatever. I don't think it is. Yeah, because, but, I mean, I don't think it is. I mean, it'll be very complicated because, I mean, they may yeah. come into play later, but I, I, I don't know. Um, I mean, we can, we'll can we see in the future. Um, yeah. Is there anything you, you wanted to add, like, on what they could have done better? Um, well, it's more of a question for you like you know how I said like I feel like it almost had to be like two movies but that wouldn't work for like this mm, type okay. of plot. but would you do you think that if it was like obviously it would need a big budget right but like almost like as a TV show like a Marvel TV show do you think it could have worked or no I think it could have worked it could have fleshed them out a little bit more yeah but I feel like with know, a big like yeah a, but a lot of was... characters like that yeah, but there's only so much you can do on a television show. Yeah. Like, yeah. for big fights, I understand, like, it would have been tougher, but at least they could have given, like, the backstory the fair amount of, like, a time. Yeah, I agree. Um, like, there was an idea of having a, um, a show where, you know, we could see, let's say, Angelina Jolie's character joining, uh, not, not joining, I mean, having her at her time in like ancient Greece and her have her fighting alongside the Amazon stuff like that really live up to being like um, like in the in in, um, in Greek mythology the goddess of war mm-hmm. have her yeah. have legends and have myths <clears throat> based on her being the goddess of war you know what I mean yeah uh, so I think that cool. yeah that, that would have been interesting um so let's talk about the future of the MCU yeah um, would you agree that Phase Four is a divisive phase for the MCU? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think like that a, yeah. It's um well after I feel like obviously like the first three phases kind of came to a conclusion with a lot of the characters, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like the birth of a whole new cast of heroes and 
um, and they want to change up a bit like the recipe, right? They don't want to do the same thing all over again because people are going to get tired of that, right? Absolutely. Here comes into play like characters like the Eternals and possibly like Fantastic Four and well, maybe not right in Phase Four, right? But mm -hmm. like the the start of new characters like that, like 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 we saw it with the Shang Chi, and like we're seeing with like the MCU TV shows, like uh, mm -hmm. Hawkeye with the um, yeah Billy Baldwin's character. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I I agree. I I feel that um, this is a very divisive phase where like okay, you go from Phase One all the way to Phase Three, we tie the knot off with um. Well, technically Spider-Man Far From Home, but now, you know, Endgame. But yeah. we tie the knot with that. And we introduce a new phase within this world of Marvel where things are very different. We're not only doing the movies, but also doing the TV shows. Mm -hmm. And I feel that right now, maybe due to having, due to the people's patience being tested, and expectations are not moving, are not going as planned. And to a certain extent, a decrease in quality, I feel that this, that this phase has really become very divisive because not everybody's getting what they want and what they need. And mm -hmm. I feel that this movie, because right now it holds at least, I believe a 50 or 54% run tomatoes, which is, very interesting because you know usually the mcu has always had like um really like uh, like really like it's one it's one place that you know marvel has always had a one-up on dc and uh for that to uh happen is very interesting and very funny i remember when i first heard it i was like damn that's crazy <laughs> yeah. yeah all right uh, um What's ex I just want to mention, like, what's exciting for me about this this phase is, like, I don't really know where they're going with it, right? I feel like yeah. you're seeing all these, like, the building blocks of, like, all these different plots being, like, uh -huh. established, but we don't know exactly which way it's going to go. Like, you know, yeah. like, for, like, the next Avengers movie, we don't know. Like, who the, like the, the main bad guy in everything. So, you know, we're going to get into that. Um, I would say that this phase, uh, we deal with a very different power within the MCU. We deal with celestials, we deal with otherworldly beings, um, not in the cosmic and in the, the, the uh, you know, out of this world sense, but we're also, I feel that we're going to be dealing that with, we'll be dealing with that in the fantasy sense. Um, and I'm talking yeah, about that, oh, go ahead, man. No, yeah, no, 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 continue. I think we're going to the same place with this. And we're going into the world of fantasy with magic, with um, Dane Whitman's character, the Black Knight who mm -hmm. wields the ebony blade which from what i've done my research on is that that blade is basically kind of like the anti-mjolnir where you have yeah. to be bad in order to wield that blade and it really has a um i remember uh, telling it to you uh, it has like a lord of the rings uh, type of uh, feel to it you know what i mean yeah absolutely yeah and you know, of course we heard a little someone's voice basically asking Mr. Whitman, are you ready are you ready for that? And that was confirmed to be Blade. Yeah. Which yeah. I was like, okay, I'm I'm very excited because I heard that uh Blade and Black Knight are part of this group called MI thirteen. And they basically like 
fight off paranormal activities within the world of yeah. Marvel. So, and also like with that, like, and I feel like it's the perfect time to bring bring all these characters because like after like uh, WandaVision, mm-hmm. yeah, like they can explore uh, the magic behind like uh, Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch, and then also with Doctor Strange. That's and gonna... uh, Agatha Harkness too. Yeah, exactly. So, so all these characters are coming to play, so it's they're really like yeah, and... Like, and not only that, with like the, I feel like what we're seeing with like Hawkeye right now, it's like the the crime side of it, you know. Yeah. What we're seeing with the tracksuit mafia, but now like got a little sneak peek also of like what might be King. King. Yeah, Wilson Fisk. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're really expanding on a bunch of different like. Uh, areas of the MCU, which I think is going to be to their, like, uh, benefit, right? Yeah. I feel like, like I said, they needed to change the recipe a bit, and I feel like it's depending on, like, not these typical superheroes, mm-hmm. but supernatural superheroes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I think that's going to be, uh... You, you, you know, the reason why this is really, you know, exciting is because, you know, um, if a genre that is going to get a lot of um, attention is going to be fantasy, and the reason why I'm saying that is because Amazon is um, is doing the Lord of the Rings TV show. Um, HBO is going to do some Game of Thrones spinoffs. Disney Plus, I believe, is doing um, what's that name? Percy Jackson and stuff like that. Um, and other like fantasy IPs and stuff like that, and really go into like the world of like you know. Uh, werewolves, dragons, and monsters, and medieval times, and all that type of stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think that this might be a, a good place for the MCU to, you know, um, try something very different. Yeah. And also try to get into that fantasy money because, you know, fantasy, that genre is going to make a comeback. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And also, I don't know if this is true, but didn't they say, like, um, for the new Doctor Strange movie, Multiverse of Madness. Mm-hmm. It's going to be like somewhat horror. Yeah, it's going to be movie. a horror movie. And I've been hearing a lot of stuff about that movie, which, to be honest, kind of concerns me. But we're not going to talk about it here. We'll talk about it, like, you know, behind the scenes. Because, yeah, sure. you know, I don't want to be... You know, I, I'm i not an insider. I just hear this shit on the internet. So, you know, don't, don't at me. Um... <laughs> So let's let's move on a little bit forward. Um, so I said that you know the future of the MCU for me, especially with a movie like this, as 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 daunting and as daring as it is, the future of the MCU is very uncertain, and un- to me it feels uncertain, and it worries me because for the longest time the MCU has always had a direction and understood like okay this is where we're going and you have the leadership of Kevin Feige who for the longest time has always pulled through. He's always been the man who has a plan when most people don't have plans. I'm talking about DC and, (laughs) and uh, he really has pulled through and, you know, because of that, we got something like an Avengers Endgame. Now in this phase, there's like at least three things that are going on three different things and 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 let's let's talk about it yeah i'm talking about dark avengers 
because we meet a woman in Falcon Winter Soldier, um, Contessa Valentina, yeah, something like that. Who is like Viper or like Miss Hydra or something? Yeah, who is basically being like the anti Nick Fury and assembling a shadowy version of the Avengers because right now the Avengers are basically nowhere to be found. I mean, everybody's doing their own thing, but I just feel that, at least for me, with a big event like, you know, Endgame, everybody needs to be together and comparing notes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But seeing if, say, if there's anything strange needs to, I don't know, like, have meetings or something like that. Like, because right now it, it, it feels very much like something is brewing you know yeah and I'm, so like yeah i'm really excited to see where they're going with that because we keep seeing like uh yeah like after credits and like little things like that where they yeah keep hinting and that. we we see that you know um contessa is going to be utilizing you know former enemies of the avengers we 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 see her recruit john walker as the u.s agent we mm-hmm. see her recruit, um, ha- have you seen Black Widow? Yeah, yeah. All right, so we see her recruit um, Yelena to kill uh, Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. We don't know who else might join into this conglomerate, but we have that storyline you know, like coming in, and it, it starts to, I mean, it's really interesting because for when it grounds the MCU in a way, and it really gets us into like political thrillers slash uh, slash crime and stuff like that. So I'm really interested in seeing how that relates to the MCU. And yeah. another thing, which is very big, is the multiverse. Yeah, yeah, which we're gonna see in Far From Home. Oh, which we're no gonna see home, in No Way Home, and we're also gonna see this explored in, I believe, Ant Man Three. And as well as two. Mm-hmm. Now the multiverse is very big, and I think and me and you, we have discussed uh, this in in Loki and we discussed we discussed this in in Loki season one. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. I was and, about to say we uh, we got introduced to it in Loki too. So yeah, and this feels very. It, it, I think this might turn some people off. You know the normies basically you know your everyday individuals who you know we don't care about you know you know multiple dimensions and, and stuff like yeah, that it, you know it feels very mind-boggling it might get a bit too complicated i mean for me i mean it's not too complicated but it's just that for me this is like the first time i think we've ever seen this done in live action especially in the movies yeah. you know what i mean and that and that brings like multiple like movie universes together like the, and it all the starts to feel and it really starts to feel very like if you, you scratch your head you know what i mean yeah, yeah absolutely i feel like for people that have seen like all of the mcu the, all of the mcu movies and are, like a big fans and big nerds like us mm-hmm. like we can wrap our heads around it but like for the average watchers like you said and people that man not have seen everything or not mm-hmm. everything in order it might kind of get complicated and turn them off like you said so yeah i agree i think that 
that is one thing I fear. And one thing I fear is that the, 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 the train, like the rails, like the train will fall off the rails and I yeah, do get this but, feeling that it might not be pretty when it happens. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I really try, like, do you mean like, um, like in terms of the story or like in the quality? I mean, the, 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 in terms of quality, because I feel that at this point, Marvel's pumping out a lot of content, like a yeah. lot of, lot of content to the mm -hmm. point where it starts to feel a bit like force feeding and it's yeah. not like how it was previously when during phase three we always got like three movies every mm -hmm. year you know what i mean but with yeah. now we have four movies four tv shows and a lot of other stuff coming <laughs> you know what i mean no, i agree with that i agree with that and I, still, I know like i get what you mean but I don't know. For me, I still like. I haven't seen them fuck up so far. I mean, so. we'll see. I, I, I'm not saying that they will, but I'm just like, okay. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that, you know, they, they, I, I, of course, keep a lid on things, but at the same time, make sure that they. I mean, not calm it down, but like really understand like you know this you know i i don't know i mean i want this mcu thing to keep going for especially like as long as it can but like i don't i can't really imagine it going on forever you know what i mean yeah yeah i know no i guess because, you, i get what you mean like the, the one this one like all right i love the mcu don't get it don't get don't get it don't get me twisted don't don't you know i'm just saying that they it will fall off the rails and it may or may not it might or might not be ugly you know what i mean yeah yeah all right um yeah. as we are talking about the multiverse let's get into fantasy and magic so there are at least three occurrences in which the multiverse the multiverse is started we have uh, Loki, that's cause number one. We have yeah. Spider-Man, um, uh, No Way Home, I believe. Yeah. Um, yeah, No Way Home. And we have, uh, what's the third one? WandaVision. Yeah. And I am interested in seeing, how can you say? how all of these correlate. And I say that we might get our answers with uh, Doctor Strange too. Yeah, I think, and maybe even like Ant-Man or something, but uh, yeah, yeah that, but no, no, maybe, I think Ant-Man is gonna be mostly used to set up Kang, mm. but I think you're right. I think in Doctor Strange, we're gonna see it more. Mm. But I don't know, I think um, we have so many like multiverse movies coming out that I feel like it's going to be well established. I think they know where they're going with this, and I trust—I really trust the process of where, like, all these like little hints or like all these um, start of like these different stories, like for the TV shows and everything, mm, okay. um, are going to lead. I think it's, we're going to see a clear picture. Uh, yeah, with, like, I, I think that maybe by next year we might get a clear picture. At least I hope so. 
yeah. because uh, um, you know Marvel just recently like we we shuffled their entire uh, slate of movies, and we have the Batman to thank for that. <laughs> but um, you know, but I think that you know at the same time, I think that they need to take their time with these projects and really take the appropriate time to ensure that everything is right and everything is up to par and up to quality to what is what the fans want you know what i mean yeah absolutely all right so let's talk about the cosmic aspect of this movie um i feel that right now this kind of takes us outside of earth so yep. in this one we meet star fox who is uh thanos's <laughs> brother direction. one direction yeah. uh, harry styles <laughs> And yeah. he has a very, um, um, I don't know, his entrance was felt very much like um, uh, Star-Lord-esque, you know, with the music and everything. So yeah. I am interested in seeing a bit more about him and how, you know, him being the brother of Thanos and how that sort of, like, divide happened. I mean, it's obvious that, you know, Thanos was jealous of his brother because, you know, he's the better looking. <laughs> and... <laughs> So it's obvious where he gets so much hate and distaste for for humans and stuff like that because mm -hmm. yeah yeah, yeah so I'm interested in seeing this I'm I'm interested in seeing how this could relate to uh, the Guardians because they're also doing their own thing you know in in you know out of space and mm -hmm. um I, I think... I was about to say, like, um, I think one of the big things that, like, Eternals um, made me excited for, because, like, it, again, one of my big critiques is that I wasn't seeing where I was going with this, mm. like, with the story and with these uh, characters, but I think what I'm excited to see is how they're going to interact with, like, Guardians of the Galaxy or, like, with, like, Kit Harrington's character, how they're going to merge with the other characters of the yeah i'm interested the, in seeing that that whole um cosmic side and that cosmic uh, side and seeing how it relates to you know all the mcu characters and stuff like that and i'm also interested in seeing um you know like because at the ending it, it basically the uh um, basically takes um the eternals and pro looks at their mind to see if earth is worthy to you know feel his wrath or something like that or they yeah. um, or, or his mercy you know you know and and i'm interested in seeing um and seeing that move forward and i am interested in seeing how um that whole story relates and i'm also wondering hmm, like because it, 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 eternals 2 hasn't been greenlit so yeah and it hasn't really done it well yeah. i think it will but I think we might see each Eternal do something different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, what do you think is going to happen with, like, uh, what happened at the end with Harisham uh, and Cersei, I think? And well, I think they will get judged. I know that they'll be brought towards the uh, Living Tribunal, who is, like, who are, like, I believe the ultimate judges within the world of Marvel, I guess. Yeah, and I am interested in seeing how all of that will play out. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, I mean, but at the same time, I'm also 
a bit worried because you're doing a little bit too much. You know what I mean? Because I feel yeah. that at the same time you may cause confusion and disinterest. Mm -hmm. I feel like the right way to do it was, would be to um, kind of have our answers through another movie, like the next Guardians of the Galaxy, like have them in the background or something. Yeah, yeah. Like a quick and, scene or something like that. Yeah, I agree. I, I'd like to see a bit more of them. See, um, see, that would um, also allow it to be like tied to these other characters too, if they did that, you know? Yeah, I, I'd like to see that either in... Um, in um in in guardians or some other mcu property or something like that or yeah um so is there anything else you want to add vice now or do you want to get into the rating yeah let's get into the rating i think we pretty much uh, went over everything all right um so my rating that i that i give this movie is a seven out of ten yeah i'm gonna give it a 6.5 out of 10. All right, that, that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, so why, uh, like, uh, go, go ahead, go ahead. I feel like after, if I watched it again, I feel like that rating would go up, but again, mm. I'm still with a bit of that, that same vibe I had right after the, seeing the, the movie for the first time, like right out, right out the, uh, the movie theater. Mm. Um, again, I just, I don't see where they're going with this. And like, Again, just some of the uh, the negative of the movie that we brought for, like all the, these characters, a lot of them were not uh, well established enough, in my opinion, and I didn't get to like get attached to them enough, and I kind of took away from the experience when I watched it. Mm. But uh, yeah, but I feel like after a second watch, um, that's gonna go up though. We'll all right, all right. So I guess that's about wraps it up. Um, this is of course BCM reviews, and I'm joined again by, as I saw, we were just this, we just reviewed and you know Eternals, and of course you know let us know your thoughts. I'm gonna put on a poll, you know, asking what did you think about Eternals? Is it like a, a good movie? Is it like a mid movie or is it a bad movie? So make sure that you vote and also you know give your thoughts and opinions on that movie. All right, so thanks again, you know, Vincent, for joining me and all that stuff. Oh, no, pro no problem, my pleasure. All Thank right, so, no, no problem. So, goodbye, y'all.